Hello and welcome to the Kim's Got Podcast from Enroll. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Kim's Got is a recruitment training business and um, co-founded by myself, Ed Khan, and Laura Oates. And each week, we're going to be giving you 10-minute snippets into our world of recruitment, tips and tricks to help you on your journey as an agency recruiter, and hopefully some laughs along the way too. Hope you guys enjoy. Welcome to Rolls and Lows with Ez and Laura. Oh my God, guys, I have to just tell you what Ez just did, right? He just typed into his laptop just one word, the word jokes, and he's now Googling jokes that he might be able to tell on this episode. I'm going to so... start, I'm gonna start with a That's joke a good one. What's the best thing about Switzerland? I don't know, but the flag is a big plus. Oh, my God. Now I want to die. Let's do one more. I meant no, a new word. It's terrible. Plagiarism. <laughs> what? Did you hear about the metaphysician who's afraid of negative numbers? He'll stop at nothing to avoid them. I don't think I get that one. That was probably for smart people. He's afraid of negative numbers. <laughs> This Why do you tell actors to break a leg? Because every play has a cast. Okay, this has to end. Okay, let's stop. <laughs> oh my Welcome god. Welcome to are this we, week's episode. Are we really scraping the barrel of. With jokes? Yeah, probably. <laughs> Turns out we're not that funny. We should have just called this podcast <laughs> Rolls <laughs> and no lols. Look, I think we're funny. But this week. We're talking about authenticity, mm. which is one of our favourite, not favourite topics because that doesn't really make sense, but it's something that we both hold very dear to us in the mm. way that we show up. And also, I I think we attribute a lot of our success to being authentically us. Yes. Oh, 100%. Mm. I feel like the very backbone of Humescope is realness and authenticity i feel like mm. these podcasts like these we don't prepare for these these yeah. aren't like these aren't constructed strategic like look at it it's a mess could you imagine <laughs> if we told people they were constructed and strategic they'd be like oh god you guys are awful this is the best you've got <laughs> um but what is important to us is that people feel like they're getting to know us like mm. that's hugely important to me and i think i spent a lot of my early recruitment career playing the role of like being in my matching suit and going mm. out with my compendium and being like the the corporate version of myself. And that's just not me. And I, I genuinely got better at this job mm. when I stopped caring so when much dropped, yeah. about how it looked. And I think I've always, you know, I've always, <laughs> always had issues with authority in that sense. <laughs> like I was always being pulled up on my dress code and, you know, just it's things like that. Authority sounded like you'd been to prison. <laughs> no, but I'm not very Laura good. Laura Hope says not been to prison. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'll just preface that. But I'm not very good with being told to fit into a box. Yeah. And I feel very self-conscious when I can't be fully myself. And I think when you, and I think the hardest thing with that is being okay with people with not being someone's flavor. Mm. I actually can't imagine you not being yourself. Like you, you've told me back in the day when you were an agency suit and 
<laughs> you would have to put on your suit and compendium. I'm like, I just can't imagine you doing it. Yeah. And I feel like it would have made you die a little inside. Yeah, it did. It did. And it made me, um, not embarrassed, but it did, like it did, like the association of being a recruiter, mm. you know, and dressing in a certain way and all of that. Like, that's just not, like, mm. that was never an element of the role that I really enjoyed. Like, the showiness of, like, being in your best suit. And, yeah. like, that just was never me. Like, I genuinely have always just loved placing people in roles. And honestly, like being told that I'm doing a good job like I've always preferred that to than the money like just yeah. feeling like I've done a good job and often I would go into businesses and it'd be like why do I have to put on a facade like yeah. I know I can do a good job for you <coughs> why do I have to act in a way that isn't um that isn't authentic I yeah guess. it's funny isn't it when I started in recruitment we were told that we had to be a certain way we were told we had to write emails a certain way we couldn't put too much personality in them I mean forget about social media you can never write anything about work on social media they would not allow it um you had to wear a certain type of suit you had to dress a certain way and it was all this sort of cookie cutter we want everyone to be the same the standard yeah, yeah. and I think to an extent that might have worked 15, 20 years ago. I think people associated a suit with professionalism mm -hmm. and being able to do the job. I think it's the complete opposite mm -hmm. now. Bar a few industry sectors, I think it is the complete opposite. I would personally want to work with someone that was completely themselves because I would know where I stood with that person and I would trust them. Yeah. And I think the complete opposite with someone coming at me as a service provider in a suit, I'd be like, I know what I was like when I used to wear a suit. I was pretending to be a certain version of me that I thought I had to portray, but I wasn't being completely me. Yeah. And so I wouldn't trust someone, a service provider coming at me. Where you felt like there was a, a facade. facade. And they were, they were essentially two different people. One separate version of themselves and then this work version mm. and I think because I you know a, a training session that I run is on like account management right and how to become a bit of a chameleon to your clients mm. and in that what I mean in that is how to emulate people's and and open people up to the best of your ability by mirroring their communication mm. style but what I'm always very very set on when I run that session is that doesn't mean that personality-wise you have to change. Like mirroring someone or adapting or amending to make them more comfortable yeah. or to make them open up is a huge part of relationship yeah. management. You're not just going to barge into a situation where you, you you recognize that you've got someone who is quite a slow buyer, who um, is quite quiet mm. and just barrel in with yeah. you know your level of confidence. You still need to adjust and amend your style, but I think what it comes down to is not wavering on your values. Mm. And so one thing that is a big value of mine is I should not be judged on how I look. I should be judged on the work that I do, which mm. is why I'm always so like, I mean, I'm sat here in leg, like it's not about how I look on this got podcast. got a spray hair still. Oh my God, that's so annoying. Mm -hmm. There. No, it's like there. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is what I mean. <laughs> and if I was judged on this mess... Like, we wouldn't get anywhere, but that is, and that's always been a real bugbear of mine. Like, you have to look a certain way to be taken mm. seriously. And so I think it's, it's, authenticity for me is 
being true to your values mm. and what you think is important and being judged on the quality of work that you do. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you don't have to work on the way that you deal mm. with people. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. The adjusting to someone's, maybe it might be tone of voice, the type of language they're using. If you are wanting to build a relationship, yes, you do have to adjust ever so slightly your approach and mirror. But the essence of who you are should remain the same. How you behave, what your values are. Yeah, all of that should remain the same. And I think what you go into with that type of conversation with is ultimately what, for me, as an example, every conversation I have with anyone in my life, mm. I always want the other person to feel cared for, to feel listened, and to walk away going, oh, this is a good guy. Yeah. And that's ultimately everything else I can change. If I can alter, if you're speaking quicker, I'll speak quicker to go, okay, this but is how, how you make someone it, feel. But how I, I go into it going, how yeah. do I want someone to leave feeling? And it's never anything other than I want them to feel better about the conversation with me. I want them to feel like they've walked away with something of value or have had a fun conversation and maybe they've smiled, maybe they've laughed, I've made their day a little bit better. That's essentially the essence of what I bring into a conversation. Laughed at you. (laughs) (laughs) Or laughed at me. That was such a lovely sentimental moment and I was like, I'm about to ruin it. I'm about to I can't wait for him to start talking so I can ruin it. You said it earlier, you said you're... I don't know if you said your career changed or your life. I don't know if you I said reckon, life changed, I think but both. Yeah, I think that's exactly the same for me. When I was com- when it unlocked in me, and I was like, "Oh, I can be completely who I am," and I don't really care if some people don't like me because the ones that will like me, they will be the ones that I want to work with anyway. And it was yeah. completely free. So I was like, "Oh, cool! I don't have to wear a dumb suit and a." weird tie to work with the people and, I want to work with yeah because that will only attract the people that I don't want to work with anyway so this actually makes my life a lot easier I get to speak with more people that I actually want to speak with and engage with I think for some people and I certainly had this experience when you do that though there is this sense of vulnerability mm. of when I am then being my true self if people yeah. don't like that that means people don't not like the suit they <laughs> actually don't like me do you yes. know what I mean like there will be people who have tried to listen to this podcast and been like she does my head in yeah and or to re- has got that whiny little voice <laughs> 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 to reconcile that is quite big personal work mm. and I think you know showing up with authenticity does require a level of personal belief in that mm. I have to feel comfortable with who I am first. And you've totally got to be willing and okay with the not fact that liked. some people just will not like you. It's not going to be some people's cup of tea. Like, seriously, of the, I hazard a guess, of the 9,000 people that are connected with me, I'm quite certain quite a lot of them, every time they see <laughs> a post, would go, oh, oh for yes. fuck's sake, as again... He's so yeah. annoying. Oh God, but that's man. totally fine. I'm totally fine with that because I'm actually bringing my complete self to everything that I do. I'm like, that's fine. Some people might not like me. That's, you can't please everyone. You've got to be okay with that part because you're completely right. I'm so glad you brought that up. Without that part, I would imagine it'd be really crushing because then you're actually then taking it really personally. It's not your facade that they don't like. It's actually, they don't like you. Mm. Yeah, ouch. <laughs> like, how much does that hurt? And 
you know, we, you know, some people go, oh, I'm like Marmite or I'm like Vegemite. We all are. Yeah. Like, literally. we all are polarizing for many other reasons. And yeah. often it's people's own mirrors or experience that, that make that for us. But there is nothing, there is, you know, your relationships with your clients, with your candidates, with your peers will be all the more stronger for it because when you develop that personal connection with someone and show that level of vulnerability that's when we start to get to true relationship Mm. you know that's when you can fuck up an account that's when Mm. your candidate might drop out three times in a row but your client knows you and trusts you and they trust your intentions because you're not hiding behind a facade and so you bought yourself kind of grace in mm. in a lot of sense, and that relationships have to be reciprocal in that yeah. way. And if you sit with your clients under uh, behind the facade, you normally are in that master servant mm. dynamic because you're treating them like a client on a pedestal, and they're treating you like a service provider because there's no personal connection. Mm. Yeah, so true. I oh. loved this episode. I know. I was so worried at the start of this. You should have I seen his no face. I no idea what to talk about. I was like, right, authenticity. <laughs> and he just grimaced. Yeah, because both of these episodes, we go in, we've just got a title. And I'm like, yep, good to go. Yeah, this one. one. I was like, I don't know. So what much so say. that you felt the need to Google jokes <laughs> just to buffer this episode with something. Oh. Okay. Be yourself, team. Yeah. See you next week. <laughs>